1: Hello and welcome to the Man on Post Extra Time. I'm your host, Ross. Not Chris. I was going to say Chris then. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to this podcast so often. Um, as you can tell, Did you Chris. write down Chris by mistake? That's, <laughs> that's what it. he would have done. It's in my detailed notes I've taken. With this,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm Ross. I'm hosting this week as Chris is doing something. With me as always is Adam. Hello. Justin uh, is here. Hi. Jesse's here. Hi, everybody. And so is Scott. Hello. How are you all doing?
3: Terrible.
1: Terrible? Why terrible?
3: <laughs> it's been a shit week. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. What's wrong? I don't uh, work, but I've I found a solution.
1: Nice. Nice. And you
3: nice. have a fancy, fancy lime squeezer.
1: Yeah, show the people your fancy lime screen, right?
3: Well, no, I'll, I'll save that because I'm going to get through this and there's more lime. So uh, you know, fair fair that's enough. a treat for later. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Keep watching. You can watch our live stream of these podcasts now on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash man on the post. Scott, how are you? You're in a very celebra-
0: celebratory pose there. Oh, no, stretching. Okay, part, part, of me, part of me wishes I was in New York, but then part of me wishes I wasn't because it's was going to cost me a lot of money to watch WrestleMania. Yeah, it's WrestleMania weekend,
1: Jesse. Yeah, are you full of yeah. even more tourists
0: yeah, you got, you'll have a lot of. Yeah, You'll have a lot of wrestling fans in New York, Brooklyn, and New Jersey.
4: Well, those are the three places I usually go, and it's okay. cold and wet, <laughs> and uh, get off my subways.
1: How <laughs> are you, Justin? How's your week been?
5: Not bad. Yeah, It's warm down here, although not today. It's rainy and grim, but it's, we, we've got genuine spring oh, here in North Carolina, so that's been a nice development. Oh,
3: caught cool, a hailstorm yesterday. That was fun. <laughs> we, have had, we have got <laughs> spring, though. Some, I've got some lovely trees covered in blossom near me. Yeah, I, well, the blossom was there.
1: It's all, it's all been blown off now. Yeah. Yeah, but... By hailstone. Yeah, it's all over
2: the street.
1: <laughs> uh, let's talk about some football then. Let's go back all the way to a Monday night. Arsenal beat Newcastle 2-0. I watched this. Newcastle um, gave a good account of themselves, I thought. Rondon absolutely bullied both of Arsenal's centre-backs, which was... Uh, <laughs> Mention them by obvious. name, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, was it Mustafi played? And whoever was alongside him didn't really do a great deal. Yeah, that fella.
0: Socrates.
1: Yeah. He got bullied I mean Arsenal won, fair place in. They're up into third now and not looking to cement that place really.
2: Jesus
3: Sorry, Adam, don't cut towards your hand. It was down, I had to hand up. <laughs> I knew what I was doing. This isn't my first rodeo, Jesse.
1: <laughs> Actually spurs were back into third place. Jesse, it's a close run thingness, isn't it? Between you and Arsenal for that third spot.
4: Is it? Is it Ross? <laughs> There's Has a point the... in it, yeah, it's pretty close. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, are they trying to kill us? If maybe that's what's happening? I don't know. Um, Quite could we have played like this on <coughs> Sunday? Sure. Would that have been better? Yeah, totally.
1: Well, let's talk about Spurs. You opened your new stadium to much fanfare. Um, all sorts of stuff was going on before the game. And then Palace turned up. I was fully expecting Palace to just ruin the parade and score with like How a Townsend you? winner. but.
4: I know it would have made so much sense in the narrative
1: yeah Son with the first goal in the new stadium and Ericsson with another
4: I know and Harry Kane wanted one so badly yeah um, but I think everybody did I mean Vertonghen with that kick I think at one point like Pochettino was going to run on and, and take <laughs> one <laughs> you <know? But>
1: Vertonghen <laughs> was desperate to uh, sort out his issue from the weekend wasn't he with that yeah goal.
4: yeah um, I think there was a lot of nerves because it was the stadium, because there were so many mistakes on on Sunday, um, yeah. so it took a while to settle in. But I, I am not displeased that we had a clean sheet yeah. and that we won. Can we just go back
1: important. as we got Justin there? I want, um, did you see the Tottenham Liverpool game from the weekend before? Oh, oh yes, yes. God damn it, Allison's, Allison's <laughs> performance. Break that down for me. What was he doing? Because he was everywhere.
5: He's, he's had a, a couple of scratchy games in a row and not been punished for it. Uh, although they, they, it was Fulham where they he and Ben Dyke contrived to give away a goal out of nothing. Yeah. Although Milner <laughs> played a role in that too. And he's been, lived a very, very charmed life this season, Allison. He's in a lot of people's team of the season. Michael Cox had no problem saying he's been the best goalkeeper in the league this season. Um, and I haven't seen it. I see he he does many things well. He's very, very good 1v1. But he's a little bit impulsive, and, and his handling hasn't been great. And now, just recently, in this recent run of games, he's he's coming for balls and, and getting himself in a muddle with his defenders, which is actually the kind of thing I would have expected back in August to September yeah. when they were all new to each other. But now they're 40 games in. It seems to be happening now. But but he hasn't, as I say, he hasn't been punished. So Sergio Rico uh, bailed him out at the cottage the other week. <laughs> and then, of course, Lurice, um, Stole the Howler headlines. We quickly mentioned that he exchanged headers with Milner as as a goalkeeper. You don't see that a lot. You don't see goalkeepers coming out, exchanging <laughs> headers with their defenders and picking the ball up. They're just bold. I think
3: That alone is probably why Michael Cox put him in his team of the season.
5: Maybe so. I mean, if he's, you're gonna just, he's
3: changing the game, he yeah, really that innovating.
5: Whole thing. yeah, 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 revolutionising it. Well, I don't I, know with with Hugo Lloris. I've actually said for a couple of seasons now that you have to you get nervous when when Spurs play Liverpool and Chelsea because he's a disproportionate number of his errors have come against those two sides, and, and they're quite frequently the sides that that Spurs are fighting with to try to get that one extra position in the league. And, mm. um, and so, I don't know, you know, that, that a lot of people in my Twitter timeline were dissecting it. He just dropped it. It was a nothing little header. Yeah. Didn't hold it. He pushed it right into into Toby's leg, and there's nothing nothing he could have done about it. Was it, was it Alderweireld, or was it Vertongheny? Yeah. It was Alderweireld. It was Toby, yeah. So. Don't you
4: think part of it, though, for both of them is that they, are, they weren't communicating well enough with their back lines? I mean,
5: but,
4: Toby yeah. was right there. At right, he should
5: like have yelled. It. Yeah, a lot, a lot of times it's. Somebody in my timeline posited an interesting theory because early in that game with Liverpool, Hugo did the thing he always does in every game you can set your watch by it. He got a ball at his feet under no pressure, he looked up pitch, and then he played it directly to a Liverpool player. And, and somebody said, Is it possible he's actually got a little bit of depth of vision issue? Because he's got fantastic reflexes and makes beautiful saves from close range, he's as good as anyone at that. But then yeah. he does seem that in that thirty to fifty yard range, he's he under very little pressure, he, he, and he's physically capable of kicking a ball. It's not it's not a technique thing. It appears as if he's seeing something different, and uh, by the time his body goes through the motion of playing the ball, there's whatever he thought he saw has changed. So I, I don't know surely at the
3: h- surely at the highest level that. But- Clubs are testing players for this.
5: You would hope. You would hope. Yeah, you would hope. I, I know that they do. There's video board stuff that you can do, but that, that's all fairly close range. So you'll be in front of a big LED screen and stuff lights up and you're meant to touch it, you know, in order. Because I know up.
3: that um, there were, there were uh, maybe even 10 years ago now, there was stuff about Manchester United, Suppose that there stuff that they was considered cutting edge at the time where they were training their players to be able to improve their peripheral vision. So, yeah, in the sort of, in the the mega money sort of situation we're in, it's you'd think it would be no stone
5: left unturned. Well, it, it may be a case of, let's just, you know, it, it may in fact be the case that he does have an issue. There's just nothing they can particularly do about it. Um, and they still feel that he's better than the alternative. Although I, I, I see more and more Spurs fans... Um, wanting Gaza to be given a, a bit of a run just because he's done all right in his appearances this season when he when he's played. So yeah.
3: that feels yeah. a little bit like reactionary nonsense to me.
5: It is. It is. Well when he was given a longer run in the team a few seasons ago when when, when Larice was injured, he was not up to it. When he had his original But he run. had his
3: concussion and stuff.
5: Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he wasn't. It was a drop off then from Larice to him. But you know he's, he's he's a couple of years older now and done done certainly done better with the chances he has been given.
0: Just quickly,
3: while we were t- circling back to Allison quickly, so in my interpretation of Allison's season so far is that he actually hasn't really do- had to do an awful lot because the defending in front of him has been so good. He has made quite a few mistakes, but has got away with nearly all of them. And. Yeah. As I saw in a brilliant tweet from Jonathan Wilson today, so much in football is is not judged by what's done well, but what ends well, and it's ended very well for Allison. Whereas we talk about Hugo Lloris, it's not ended so well. Here we are. Yeah,
5: I think that's a fair point. I mean, he's he's playing behind Van Dyke who has to be in with a shout for for Player of the Season. He's he, when you when when I watch Liverpool now, it's it's sort of like watching a, a kids' game where someone's ex-pro dad comes onto the pitch (laughs) and bosses everybody because it's actually it's absurd how how dominant he is
3: I like Um, how you made that step up it's not just someone's dad coming on you've made them an ex-pro
5: ex-pro because yeah (laughs) otherwise it's not much of a help dad
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah let's talk about I know because in my mind when you say kids Justin these are nine year olds and an adult (laughs) just dominate
5: yeah uh, your average your average dad would probably do all right with nine year olds yeah (laughs) I don't know, I'm a bit shaky.
2: Um, <laughs>
1: let's, let's talk about someone else a bit shaky. Ashley Young got sent off for Man United and they lost 2-1 to Wolves. Um, uh, Yotta first and then Smalling, the man who's figured out how to stop Leo Messi, couldn't stop scoring an own goal um, against Wolves. But um, Tom scored to give Man United the lead. Funny. Wolves they do pretty well against top teams, don't they? Yeah. Just no, Wolves know, have got more...
3: I yeah. saw, yeah, I saw a stat that said they've got more points against the top six than they've got against the bottom ten.
1: Yeah, Huddersfield could have been running again ages ago if they have <laughs> <been> giving six points.
0: <laughs> Bloody Wolves! <laughs> like February,
1: <Yeah>. probably. <laughs> haven't,
0: haven't Huddersfield done the double over them this season? Yeah, yeah. unbelievable. I think it's a
1: <laughs> six of their fourteen points came against Wolves.
0: Jesus.
1: Yeah, that is really are weird. But yeah, maybe we... I mean, Ollie's at the behind the wheel now. I saw lots of people posting
5: uh, boat crashing <laughs> gifs on Twitter <laughs> and stuff. Um. <laughs> Why didn't they just wait? Why didn't they just wait to the end of the season? What was the rush to make that permanent? I, I, I mean, that's so post-Fergie Manchester United. It's, it's such – it's just another misstep. I'm sure at some point they, they signed another official tire sponsor and that, that went well. But they just seem to keep – I don't want to say they got this one wrong because he may still, still turn out to be the right man for the job. But what was the rush? So now there's a very good chance they won't get top four, and they've missed out on any chance to maybe lure Pochettino away from Spurs or or somebody hey. else. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the most expensive signing that Ole has in his career as a manager? Uh, is it less than a million pounds? Oh, okay. Point might less have been than Cornelius, pounds.
3: but it's all <laughs> right though because <laughs> the re- the recruitment team at Manchester United is.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah,
4: that chief exactly. Look,
1: yeah. I'm trying to
4: be as unbiased as I can here. Don't you think that? part of this is that the players have really been so vocal about their support for him and they in a way for this I is haven't. giving the players the message that they've been heard i
3: think it's 100 i
4: think it's like
3: the only only explanation i can see for it is that it is just To help grease the wheels in players that they that they want to try and retain and contracts they want to sign, and we all know we all know that in modern football now signings aren't done in a a one month period, when Mm. in June, Mm. so they should have targets. They should be working on them. They're trying to get these things across. People want to see stability. If you want to get, people always praise teams that get their transfer business done early. Well. Man United might struggle to do their transfer business early if they can't get their manager business done early, if they're trying to make some play for Pochettino. Or,
4: or you know, teams that don't do any transfer business at all. That is very commendable. Oh, uh, the best. <laughs> um, Yeah, I think it's it's like, you know, it's, it's making amends almost. It's saying to the players, like, you had to suffer through Mourinho and all that
3: <laughs> shit. That yeah. Is- that's right. What I, like, what I would say, yeah. Jesse, is if you're not doing any transfer business, as long as you've no- made that decision in your head at the very beginning, you, you couldn't have done that any earlier.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. basically that is,
3: the, it's, that is getting your business done as early as possible. We're not doing exactly. it anywhere out.
4: <laughs> no one can beat that. Exactly. <laughs> um.
3: Yeah. Maybe Liverpool, because they signed Cater six months earlier. Maybe that beats it just.
2: Yeah.
4: I think it's Chelsea who like somehow have Betuai, but have still loaned him out to every other team. <laughs> We're missing
1: the main point of this game. This was uh, Mike Dean's 100th red card in the Premier League.
4: Congratulations. What are we sending him?
1: Good job, Mike. Does he get a gift? A big red card.
4: A picture, <laughs> a
1: picture
0: of himself. <laughs>
1: His next game, uh, he's going to hand out his hundred and first because he, he's refereeing Leeds versus Birmingham on Saturday, so that should be fun. Oh, Big time move. <laughs> maybe his
0: hundred and <102nd> second
1: as well. <laughs> Quite possibly.
0: Maybe his hundred third.
1: After this game, Wolves quickly moved to sign Raúl Jiménez, thirty-two million pounds, I think. He's got twelve goals, got seven assists this year. That's not bad. And uh, nineteen directly involved in nineteen goals. Five more money, than a Wolves player.
0: Yeah, money well spent in this climate.
1: Yeah, thirty-two million for a. 12 Premier League goals is kind of the going rate. If, um, well, probably uh, <laughs> Unfortunately.
3: probably
1: under market rate. Yeah. <laughs> um, something else that happened on Tuesday Fulham got relegated hilariously. They were doing all right at half time and then just completely capitulated. Uh, lost 4 1 to Watford away. Um, they've conceded 76 goals this season and got two points on the road.
0: That's, That's not enough. Uh, 20 <laughs> no, not, not enough. Not enough. it's
3: literally mathematically not enough. Yeah.
0: <laughs> can they? Um, can they concede is it twenty-four something
3: like, more? Isn't something like three points in two thousand nineteen?
0: Quite possibly. Uh, I think
3: they won I'm one suggesting. game when they under Randy Harry's first game.
0: Oh yeah, didn't they beat Southampton? Uh, I hmm.
3: thought it was Brighton. I thought oh, I heard. Right.
0: Okay. Oh yeah, they um, do with Southampton. Yeah.
3: And um, oh, so maybe four points. Uh, it's something <laughs> like that. They've got an obscene number of at least wins this season Ah, they're terrible (laughs) both them and Huddersfield are are potentially on track to break Premier League records for most goals conceded and fewest goals scored
1: brilliant job boys I think they can I mean what is it 26 you say Scott 24
0: Uh, what did you say 74
1: Uh, 76 goals yeah so
0: 24 more goals 24, can they beat Swindon's record from 93-94? got five games. That's
3: an unfair record as well. That was a 24-league team. It, yeah,
0: there's more teams. Yeah, that <laughs> more to be adjusted, games.
3: adjusted, doesn't
1: yeah. it, actually? It yeah. does, yes. Well, everything um, can make a good start on this. they got them at the weekend.
3: Next weekend?
1: Uh, yeah, the 13th, thir- yeah.
3: Um, uh, do you kind of think, uh, if you're going to get relegated, you you want to do it in style, right? Have a record, at least.
1: Yeah. I mean, Huddersfield are definitely trying to get that, but just not scoring <laughs> goals. Yeah. <laughs> Is Scott Parker going to get this job? Because, I mean, they've been dreadful. But then they were dreadful before, so it's, it's kind of unfair to judge him on what's
0: happened since he's taken over. Who else would they give it to? Yeah. Well,
3: but they're a very ambitious team, though, aren't they? So they will they have a lot of suitors. Um, it's just whether... I suppose it would depend on... You can't really judge him on what we've seen, so it'll be whether people in the club are impressed with what they've seen behind closed doors.
1: Yeah. I don't know, they could do worse, I suppose. I mean Frank Lampard's hmm. done okay with Derby. He has his mini breakdown, but apart from that he's doing alright. They're they're in the playoff places.
0: I wonder what caused that mini breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> Can't um, which,
3: but... <laughs> um, is there is there something to say for like he hasn't done particularly well so uh, like as and as we're saying, maybe through no fault of his own. But what are, <laughs> do you want to give someone the job under that under that mm. under that sort of cloud? Like when I know that. Well, look at Darren Moore. Darren Moore was very successful, and he's not there now.
1: Yeah, but they hoping for the Darren Moore bounce? You think? But then they, they've been much worse than West Bromwell last season.
3: I don't know. It's a difficult one. It depends. Lots of things. Well, there's going to be a lot of flux at Fulham. Mm. And they're going into a league
1: I don't care about, so it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> Fair enough. Man City, a top of a league I do care about. They comfortably strolled to a 2-0 victory over Cardiff. Did Warnock play as kids in the end? He threatened it, didn't he? He didn't, no. no. Uh,
5: what a twat. But I think it's, almost like he's, it's almost
3: like he's a liar. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I think they I've think got them. bad news from Manchester City, though. Yeah. Based, on a, based on a discussion I had with a respected journalist this week, Routine points don't count in a title run-in, only dramatic <laughs> points. Oh, wow. okay. I, was, I was informed that Liber- the title is already Liverpool's because of the manner in which they beat Spurs. I literally liked your result
3: when he was like, it's written on the... I saw your tweet of like, it's written on the... They get a result like, is- this, and Their name is on the trophy. You're like, <laughs> yes. that's literally not how it works. Oh. Yeah,
5: he was astounded that I had pushback on that. He said, <laughs> every, every title-winning season has a defining moment. And that was Liverpool's. And, and I pointed out, Every side that finishes second had has what looked at the time like a defining moment. I gave him two great examples. Coutinho beating Manchester City at the end of that Liverpool-City game where Gerrard did this-does-not-slip, that whole thing. Who didn't think that was a defining mm. moment of Liverpool? A few years before, Paul Scholes, header in, in, in added time at City. Mm. Uh,
4: um, is nobody remembering when Manchester United would just stroll to the finish line? Yeah. Like Some yeah. shit is boring. Yeah.
3: And the they always win. Yeah.
2: Those I mean,
3: I, I, I had, I had the very inverse of this argument with with someone on Twitter um, last week when people were complaining about how the offside goal scored by Chelsea was going to was going to relegate Cardiff. And really? I was like, oh, I forgot that points in September counted less than ones that we get now. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, thirty-seven games quite a big factor. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. The Cardiff are now five points from safety with Burnley and Saints uh, and Brighton. Actually, all on thirty-three, but Saints and Brighton were the game in hand.
3: It's happening, Ross. This is going to be your dream.
1: Yeah. We've got, we've got to go out for it to be completed. But if Cardiff, Fulham and Huddersfield go down, we go up. <laughs> and Leeds get promoted. If Villa lose in the playoff finals as well, my eye might explode. That's it.
4: Could it be any better than if you go up and Huddersfield go down? Like, is there some...
1: Even if we don't go up at this point, the fact that they'll be no longer in the Premier League is good enough for me this season, to be fair. <laughs> if like, I want to go up, that'd be great. But 14 points in 32 games, I'm happy with that for Huddersfield. That is a good performance. In fact, Cardiff didn't play the kids. Man City started with the average age of twenty-five, twenty-five years old. So, if anything, they played kids, and Cardiff played their old, old guys.
0: And I think they had what, maybe one shot on target.
1: Uh, the match stats suggest you are correct. Got well, yeah, one shot.
0: Yeah. I what's the highlights? Just yesterday.
1: Look at what
4: Adam's doing right now. Man City
1: had twenty-eight shots and eighty percent
4: reception.
0: The, the six-minute highlights I was watching was just Man City wave, wave of attack. <laughs> and it, it could have been about 15 Because
3: I, I, I so, didn't see the game because I, I was out, but I heard that, they hit, um, that Cardiff made it into their box twice.
0: Yep, <laughs> yep. Uh, Nias had a shot on goal, which was straight at Addison, and then there was a one-on-one, which was
3: That's good. Always nice, to, always nice to see him boosting his transfer
1: value. <laughs> Uh, Finally, from this week then, Chelsea beat Brighton 3-0. Fairly comfortable, no sort of controversy this time, was there?
3: Well, (laughs) Callum Hudson-Odoi finally managed to get a start, considering he's now played for England. Did he? England's Um, Callum Hudson-Odoi, on
0: loan at Chelsea. and an assist.
1: (laughs) And an assist? Yeah. Wow, it's almost like he's quite good at football. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the youngest players provide an assist... Uh, on their first Premier League start. That's a, really, that's a Chris stat.
0: There that's a very neat yeah, stat, that nice is, one for you, Chris. <laughs> that's
1: an him <etchedum> start. <laughs> yeah, 3-0, quite comfortable. But yeah, obviously the controversy from the weekend. I and mean, I found it hilarious, personally, seeing Warnock just going mental.
4: The
1: Chelsea match? Yeah. I'm assuming we've all seen Warnock yep. just stood in the centre circle, just looking at the, up at the sky and just staring holes <laughs> through the referees. <laughs> it's like when
3: he when when stood like 10 yards eight. away from them. Yeah. Yeah.
5: He played. He played that better than I expected him to. Like, I thought it was getting, <laughs> predictable tirade, screaming, and the whole thing. That was better.
3: Yeah. Is that, that before was or Run after ex, he unexpected? When you say he played it well, though, Justin, is that before? Not well. Or after not, he had, not well. Better, <laughs> better than, oh, than expected. <laughs> better than <laughs> when expected. you say he played it better he than his expected, own, was that own
5: low bar? Was that
3: before or after he had time to think about it, calm down, and then went to the media and suggested punching the referee in the face? <laughs>
5: Right. I mean it wasn't gonna last. Was just... <laughs> I mean, he's only human. He's only he's only, well, he's only whatever he is. Uh, he's a special kind of goblin, but yeah uh,
1: no eyebrows.
3: Like I, <laughs> they call
5: a... him they call
3: Goal him place. Neil Warlock on the football rabble.
5: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Not calling
1: they call him much worse on the Leeds podcast I listen to. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I mean the, the Chelsea game midweek is kind of as to be expected really, Brighton aren't Great travellers and Chelsea on 3 0. And kind of they, they keep the pressure on Arsenal and Spurs.
3: Liverpool have just scored.
0: Oh, no. South oh, no sorry. Southampton, Southampton, Southampton just, scored. just scored. Shane Long. Oh, my God. <laughs> QR Manual's Life Championship. I'm watching it
5: on the iPad. And of course, uh, being an ocean away, I'm behind. Oh, oh so, I'm sorry, just spoilers, sorry. just okay. It. That's all right. <laughs> all right. This, this gives me a chance for a live Allison analysis. <laughs> Are <you? Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> Are you sure they score? Because there's still nothing happening. What, what time is it on yours? Minutes. Yeah, what time are you on? Um, I don't seven know, I'm,
4: I'm tracking it. I'm mining.
5: Seven it about, minutes, 55 seconds. It's, about,
2: yeah. it's
3: coming. Yeah. It's coming. I'm
1: eight okay. minutes. Wow, Liverpool have had 85% possession at this point.
5: Yeah, no, they're absolutely dominating the game. Little flick on. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a goal. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's a goal.
3: <laughs> Andy Robertson just jumped straight underneath it. He did.
1: <laughs> Shane Long's only playing because Danny is ineligible because of the uh, loan from Liverpool.
5: Yeah, That doesn't seem to be enforced in other countries. Is that just an England thing? Uh, yeah, what I imagine. Or so, is it yeah. even is it even an FA thing? <laughs> or is it clubs? Is this just one of these agreements clubs make when they make loans?
3: There it is. I, think I don't a- know,
0: because I think
3: it might be an FA. Because uh, it always happens in England. But there was obviously yeah. that quite famous example with Courtois yep. in the Champions League where oh,
2: yeah.
3: um, Chelsea were told they weren't allowed to, to stop him from playing. Yeah. so it's definitely not a UEFA thing, right though. it it's, must yeah, be yeah. English.
5: and Chelsea were shocked by that they were shocked they were, but we've loaned him Well,
3: <laughs> but he belongs <laughs> to us
2: yeah
1: uh, so that was all the action from the midweek and the live updates of what's happening right now um, which will definitely be relevant when you listen to this back <laughs> 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 let's talk about some news this week Jordan Pickford's had him he's had a fun week hasn't he
0: oh that was that was quite fun to watch he's,
1: yeah. he's been fighting uh, Silva's not happy with him apparently today good keeper though what, it, his, name jo- his, na- his, name's,
3: his name's Jordan look at his face He loves a rape. he's from Sunderland all of these things suggest that he's going to get in a fight in the street yeah he's a raver yeah fighting at
1: <laughs> on a night past out. 12 on Monday night
3: <laughs> yeah on a Sunday a Sunday night out
2: <laughs>
1: yeah he's, I'm assuming he's a Sunderland fan yeah hence going back yeah, to
5: Sunderland was, was, he's a yeah I
3: was I think he's Sunderland born and bred he went yeah. to,
5: to the pub to watch the
0: match yeah, I thought we would have went to Wembley to watch the game. Yeah.
3: Um, and we were in London on Saturday as well. It was yeah. convenient for him to go. <laughs> it's
1: more awkward to go to Sunderland, <laughs> if anything.
3: I know, there's great transport links here, Ross. I don't know who's there.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're not Sunderland, aren't they? <laughs> uh, so yeah, Pickford's having a bit of a rough time, but still England's number one, isn't
5: he? Still I think he po- get, he's still in line to get an honorary Premier League winner's medal.
3: He probably looks around and no, he's not. Not, not now. Have you
0: seen
5: the Southampton score? <laughs> well, no, you're right. But, Run uh, is up, yeah. up,
0: medal. Run us up, medal.
5: Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I think yeah. if they were allowed one, if they'd have a tough choice though between Pickford, Sergio Rico, it's and Loris, <laughs> as well. Pickford's
3: definitely more Pickfords.
5: Baroni, yeah. yes, Ferroni. No, I mean, you're it right.
3: Hurt, it hurts to say it, but there's
2: it. You can't I, top that.
3: Uh, I Yeah, I was. It was as close as I've been to crying in a while. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, um, we, re- we released the uh, EuroPod this week. Um, Scott, you talked, you and James talked at quite a lot of length mm. about the uh, the racism in Italy, but um, mm. should we just go over it again now? I mean, yeah, it's 2019 uh, and it's still happening. Oh
0: yeah, it still happens. I think this is uh, May have said this is the second or third time it's happened in Serie A this season, and um, obviously it's happened quite a few times in England. Sorry, Adam, you were about to jump in.
3: All I was about to say is, I think the sad state of affairs is that it happens, and it kind of when I see it, I look on Twitter or something. I just look and think, "Wow, Italy, Italy's going to Italy."
1: Mm-hmm. Harsh yeah. sanctions, surely that's what needed. Pasquale bonders said, said today that clubs should be relegated or have season-long punishments with like yeah.
3: fans away from games.
0: Yeah, me and James said points deduction. Which, there was a
3: very, know... Paolo Bandini made a very interesting point on um, Football Weekly on. F- yesterday where he said that if you look at the, this happened to a Juventus player if you look at where Juventus are there was absolutely no jeopardy for Juventus if they had walked off the pitch as a team there have yeah. been unified and said right this is enough if they get given a 3-0 loss
0: All the they're not going to
3: not win the title no
5: yeah. well crazy. they almost did that they instead blamed the player for instigating it
3: yeah it's close yeah <laughs> <laughs>
5: Was like, was yeah, just short of a, of a team-wide show yeah. of unity behind the player and said yeah. they blamed him. He yeah. then, of course, Bonucci took the Instagram to say that's not what he meant. Um, Without
3: apologising.
5: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesse that's has already issues move. with Juventus, don't like Jesse,
0: in their
1: support of another player of theirs?
0: Who would name's nameless?
4: <laughs> Great. Very uh, full of integrity. Um yeah, club. But I think it's, you know, it's going to take like, like they're going to have to raise it all down to the ground and, and start again if they're going to, and not, not just Juve, but leagues in general. Um, my my real concern
3: with this is that um, you hear a lot of people come out and say like John Barnes has made some very eloquent points where he said um, that football was, these things that are happening in football are essentially just holding a mirror up to society. And, This isn't a football problem. This is a societal problem. Yeah, and and then you hear people like Henry Winter, who was saying on the game podcast, saying people should be tough, have stewards going in, dealing with these people. If you had harsh bans on people, people would and people on the podcast were saying that you would have the good nature people stand up and say, "You're ruining my ability to watch football because they're forfeiting a game because people are making monkey chants." My problem. My fear. And it's, if I think it's very reflective of the politics happening in both our countries right now, is that some of these things are maybe a little bit deeper than we think, and maybe yeah. in Henry Winter's mind, yeah. there's one or two people doing this thing, and maybe there's hundreds, if not thousands, of thousands
4: people with of, these yeah.
3: thoughts.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah, I think it's it's societal and it's systemic, and you know it's going to take a lot of steps. And part of it, Harry Kane said yesterday, two days ago, that um, if it happened in England game, he's going to walk his players off, but he needs to then follow through, and everybody needs to do that, and that needs the support of the refs' associations. You know, it needs like levels of support here. Um,
0: Hasn't it been happening in England games? I don't
4: think that was about oh. his limes or about no, racism.
0: No, Vinaldin's just hit the post. No? It was, it was, a, he was a safe set. Oh, and then That's the rebound. happened <laughs> That's not even happening. in the like game 15,
3: game. Mi- fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes in, a point blank save 12. from Mane,
0: <laughs> and then the rebound hit the post,
3: and then so, the rebound hit the post.
0: Yeah. I will say this is the third time this has happened at Calgary in the last three seasons and the first one was Suleiman Tari and he got sent off for protesting yeah, really and he, right. walked, he walked off the pitch and thankfully that red card got rescinded and Blaise Matuidi has also come out in the last couple of days and said if this happens again I'm walking off
3: Well Blaise Matuidi has also come out and undermined Bonucci by saying this had been going on before he scored this wasn't indicative mm. of that but yeah. you also have the problem that lots of people aren't willing to even accept the facts of the matter of what happened on that night, because Mm. we're willing to make it a point of conjecture over whether it was happening before or after or or how much or... It doesn't matter to an extent. It happens once is too many times.
2: Yeah,
1: Yeah, you can't incite a bunch of fans just for being a colour, a skin colour. It's it's not massively relevant, but Leeds played Millwall all the weekend. Millwall scored a penalty, and rather than celebrating in front of their own fans, where they started to run to, they ran back towards Leeds fans and celebrated in front of those. Leeds fans threw bottles at them, but they kind of incited that themselves. It's not, it, it's, it's different. But I just said about the Harry Kane. Surely he's heard these chants. They're happening in England games recently.
3: Yeah, I was, I was just hmm. thinking of that. I think it's very big of Harry Kane to have made this claim.
1: Like Sterling, Huff, I assume Nadori he made this. Danny Rose. After
3: it happened, so I'm assuming he made this after the Montenegro game.
1: Ah, oh, possibly. Like
3: that, if you, Danny yeah, Rose's you statement up today. There, about
0: yeah, I was just about to say Danny Rose's statement. I yeah, felt so sad for
4: him that, I mean, yeah. Like, this happened after the World Cup in Russia, where there are rashes of racist um, incidents, and Danny Rose had to warn his family not to go. And yeah. we're about to go to Qatar, Qatar, um, Qatar. where <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: um, to, to give them a mild bit of credit that maybe they don't deserve it, Jesse. But I didn't hear whether it was underreported that. It seems that at least the um, the ferocity at which r- the Russian authorities can deal with their people that it didn't seem to be an issue. No, not I'm not saying to... it's not there. I'm sure right. they were, it was just at least they were able to hide it on the world stage, and I don't remember hearing about players or fans or too many altercations, these problems. Which, if you watch a Saul Campbell documentary, it'd have you believe it. it's all over the place.
4: But problematically, <laughs> we've heard about it since in. The Russian league. Yes, yeah, yeah,
5: yes. Mm. Um, that's different. They don't. They don't care. The world's eyes aren't on the Russian right, league.
4: So that's yes. the issue, right?
5: Like Adam, yeah. As Adam suggested, they have fairly iron gr- tight grip on their populace uh, right. regarding when when the rest of the world right. is paying attention. So treated mm. very differently then.
1: Yeah. Yeah, not good. But unfortunately, I can't really see. Yeah, there's <clears throat> not going to be an end to this, is there? Because what what kind of finds of calorie had previously Scott nothing major I assume nothing
0: major but Moisey Keane got fined €2,000 for diving because he got booked for diving during that game Jeez, which Jeez. 20 minutes in and that uh, pretty much started all I, the abuse
3: I just I say so it was a point of, of um, on debate on quite a few podcasts i was listened to this week so what does what do the group here think is the best action I mean whether you talk sh- I'm talking relatively short time should fines what we're we talking fines stadium ban or closed stadiums
1: um i don't think fines handing fixtures over effects,
5: especially to fans
2: yeah.
5: no i think the thing that would be the most effective i don't know if it's workable in practice but the teams walking off and the game ending yeah yeah it couldn't it that would be not be sustainable because then you would find fans who are not inclined to confront these people eventually they're going to because they will be genuinely angry what that's going to take is the white players, um, right. Walking off, uh, being willing to stop that game and, and walking off the pitch, yeah. Uh, uh, the
3: only not to about- be
5: restarted in ten minutes, not like when bottles are thrown, but the the, the game is done, it finished behind closed doors. That it wouldn't be sustainable, right? Right now, if you think about, I, I'm no psychologist, but the people that are doing these things in the ground are surrounded by like-minded people, hmm. and we don't know the number and we we suspect and fear that it's a, a large number but we do know that the people immediately around them are either either actively complicit or turning a blind eye to it that- right,
3: so yeah absolutely And i will put i'm more than willing to put myself into that group so in the last two seasons when i've gone to um away Everton away games at arsenal i have been appalled by the people surround uh, who have surrounded me the things that I, you hear them say and the actions they take <clears throat> most of the time it wasn't to an extent where, or no, it, every time it wasn't to an extent where there was a chant or anything like that but it was comments, comments or, yeah. Yep. Uh, or uh, uh, yeah, comments that were made that I just think I fundamentally sort of uh, I found absolutely abhorrent hmm. but I was at a game on my own Surrounded by two thousand fans, yeah, exactly. three thousand fans.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, but I didn't do anything about it. I didn't go and speak to a steward. I didn't. I didn't do anything. It, it made me not want to go again. But as you can see from two years in a row, I obviously did the first time, and I went to the I went to Everton West Ham last week. So it's... I just think well, you'll
5: have you'll have strength in numbers on your side. If the players walked off, yeah. and everyone realised whose fault it was. Yes, but people...
3: my own my only problem with that is how do you then, <laughs> to an extent, how do you please the fans? Because if you can then, if fan, you're essentially handing the power of results to fans,
2: it, well, and this, yeah, you've then this got was...
3: to keep you've then got to be able to keep away. You've got then got to be able to keep opposition fans out of your fan group,
5: right. Right. This was the the, the concern that was brought up with the River Boca uh, Copa Libertadores final. There were people Mm -hmm. saying, well, stopping a side that doesn't want to play the return leg in the other side stadium from attacking their own bus or throwing some ultra money at some other ultras to do it and and get it played behind closed doors. There is that risk. Yeah, there is that risk. I mean, it's 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 likely going to, you know, it's it's a very, very complex problem and and. There might not be a solution that, that satisfies all parties or that results in a fair.
2: Even uh, here, though,
4: with NYCFC, which I know is like a bullshit team in a bullshit league. <laughs> Sorry.
3: Um, it's better than the A-League. We can all agree on yes. that.
4: Right? Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, but, like, there are, there's a dedicated. Um,
5: there's base. a Nazi group.
3: There you go. Thank you.
5: Um,
3: oh, I thought the I really thought that was going to go, but there was like some sort of like dedicated liaison yeah, fan yeah. sort of.
2: Yeah. <laughs> there <laughs> is a Nazi shit. They
3: They've
2: got
4: they've got a skinhead section.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, they're Nazis, <laughs>
4: like legit proud, proud boys. You know, yeah. have killed people, carry Nazi flags. Um, I don't go to games when they're there. You know, because like you said, it's 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 different. It's mob mentality. I'm, I you know, would I feel comfortable going to a steward? Yeah. Am I going to be comfortable in the midst of that saying or do anything? No fucking way.
3: Um, and I do, I do think that if I had just one other person with me, the, especially the first time, I would have gone and spoken to a steward. But
2: hmm.
3: I was on my own. <laughs>
4: So in this case, the league has yet, the league put out a vague statement about tolerance, but there's no repercussions. And so the stewards now feel like they can't do anything, right? Because they're not empowered to, they're not empowered by the league to intervene.
2: Yeah.
4: And there's a real problem. I I don't, I don't, I haven't gone to an NYCFC match when the Red Bulls are there um, because I don't trust anybody to do anything. And I don't know how the players play like that either. But I think, I don't know what the answer is, but I think that everybody on all levels need to sort of be empowered. Yeah.
3: I, I, I think as I, I would say the simple solution, simple solution, the, the simple fact here <laughs> is... is, to is to we to get um, rid of racism. Once you've done this, I'm just Brexit for and, us, isn't it all right? Just yeah, that's, that's actually what, what I was about to, to say. I was about to, <laughs> I was about to say that, I, I, as I tried to open this up with, this isn't football's problem. This, football is reflective of what's going on. I think that there are things football can do, but there's lots of problems in implementing things in lots of different ways. It, this is society's problem to fix. And I think that football will... That I think that the same way that football is reflecting it in a bad way, that it then not happening in future will hopefully, hopefully be a reflection of society having done its job. Yeah, do whether you I, I, whether I trust society like, to well. do its job, I don't know. But... Yeah. I think, oh, sorry, sorry, Jesse. What was that? I I was. Talk-
4: no, I, I I don't. think football can afford to wait for society to change or shift.
3: No, and so it has to take some of the. Uh, so in that case, I think it has to take some of the what some of or one of the actions that we've just spoken about, all of which in some way or other are unpalatable, and we just have to live with that fact because, I would say that a football team being given a 3 0 walkover in a game. That, that maybe they should have won because it wasn't their fans, is causing trouble, is um, more palatable to me than a player or players having to be sort of subject to racist abuse.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah, speaking of um, stand-up guys and good stuff, uh, Wayne Hennessy has been cleared of making a Nazi salute. Um, Apparently he was
3: uh, waving at someone. Really? (laughs) Really? I kind really? of, I almost believe. I can see <laughs> it though. I can kind of see what he was saying. He said he was cupping his ear yeah. and trying to wave. Like I can get, see, you can, we can all see how that happened. <laughs> Whether it's true or not, I don't know. Exactly. I think it's. But the, thing, the reason I believe him is because otherwise it's just the oddest act. I don't know why he'd do yeah, you do <laughs>
2: <Like laughs> that. Yeah, what you do. on his own as well. If they were all doing it. <laughs> yeah.
3: But i would say that Wayne was talking bollocks.
0: Yeah. It was just him. But it
3: was just him. He was at the back yeah. as well. It wasn't like others were following
2: his Not lead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he released a statement uh, saying it was, it was a genuinely innocent moment, which appeared uh, to be something completely different when captured on camera. I want to state for the record that I abhor all forms of racism, fascism, anti-Semitism, and discrimination of any kind.
3: Well, that's that's that is better than Banucci said in the last sort of like <laughs> yeah, yeah. seventy-two hours. So. <laughs>
4: Yeah, you I know what? Chris... Juventus need to borrow that statement and just like, cross that Wayne Hennessy. <laughs> White Hennessy is currently in charge of Juventus PR. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> oh.
1: And this is the part of the show where Chris tends to talk about the A League and what's happening around Europe. I don't really know what's happening around Europe this week. Anyone got any other bit things they'd like to bring to the table before I start talking about I, the gossip columns? I,
4: I read that um, Chelsea's like coming for Nuno.
3: Ooh, for who? The... Who's as in Nuno the manager of wolves?
4: The manager of wolves, yes. But I read that in a South American paper, so like who knows?
5: (laughs) Fair enough. Speaking of South America, Jesse, were there any Uruguayans in Rossing's title winning team in Argentina? Yes!
0: (laughs) (laughs) The celebrations were a bit
3: wild. (laughs) There were.
4: Well, I found one earth. Is this like,
3: stuff, is this something I saw on Twitter where the guy dug up his his dead yep. granddad and yep. had his, his skull. skull with him? Yeah, he, yeah. He didn't dig him up. Well, it was nice. He definitely he dug him up. Was he was Definitely dug him
4: up. <laughs> but it wasn't like him with a shovel. Like he didn't <laughs> it wasn't like grave robbing. But how do you
3: think he got the skull?
4: The shovel <laughs> was definitely
3: involved.
2: People have done Reed.
4: weirder shit. Did you guys read about the guy in the? F- oh. Shit. It was Flamengo. It was somebody. It was one of the big Brazilian teams, and he like asked they they like, wouldn't allow him to cremate to spread his cremated ashes. So he asked to be buried in full regalia right outside of the stadium, and they did. Like that's wow. his gravesite.
5: He went <laughs> full kit flanker for his death. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> just like the really
0: ashes.
5: That's uh, really uh,
3: i Pictures of this funeral. Yeah,
0: that's <laughs> but,
3: some effort. I mean, the more and more I find out about the Argentinian league, the, the harder I find it to take it serious.
4: <laughs> no, it's just taken too seriously. Yeah, yeah, I, I get happen.
3: that. But so, when we say they won, does that mean we, they won like the half season? So they like
5: a Yeah, it's a full. It's season. a proper yeah.
3: season. It's a proper, yeah, it's a proper European season. Yeah. season.
5: Yeah, there's no more aperture to cluster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't okay.
4: colonize our seasons.
3: Ew. <laughs> Don't Falkland Island. We'll have a European then. season, we?
5: damn it! Um,
0: yes, do damn it.
3: <laughs> we will, we will colonize whatever we want, Jesse, until we, have, <laughs> until we have pillaged everything we need.
0: The best, the best part of this, the guy who brought the skull, he got interviewed, and so did his skull. <laughs> uh, yeah,
3: I sure. don't know why you guys <laughs> <knows his> are <laughs> surprised. So, so I have, I have more <laughs> questions. Do, do they still not play an even number of home and away games?
5: No, do I they think still they do, have yeah, do they still yeah. have this
3: mental rivalry game where you play your local rival as opposed to
5: yeah, so, they can, so they can basically so they can have
3: more super That sounds great. Yeah,
5: well there's already so many yeah. because half the teams are in and around Buenos Aires, but but uh um, I, I But think doesn't they, it mean
3: that some of them play rivals that are like two, three hundred miles away? Yes. yeah and
5: for Plymouth. some reason they're rivals yeah yeah yeah
3: and the
4: rivalries if you read about them are for like
3: wonderful reasons well people get really angry about Brighton Crystal Palace and that is a lot less than 300 <laughs> miles away
1: <laughs> yeah Pompey Plymouth for instance
3: <laughs> <laughs> well that's only because one of those teams is doing particularly worse than they normally are
1: <laughs> well I'm going to read some uh, headlines from the gossip columns you guys tell me if these are going to be true or false I mean you know how this works um Man United's 26-year-old French midfielder Paul Pogba, who continues to be linked with a move to Real Madrid, wants £500,000 a week to stay at Old Trafford.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's that's true. I I believe that um, when the whole um, Spiegel Football League thing came out, it it came out that Pogba was actually on a um, (laughs) relatively... <laughs> obscenely, obscenely little amount of money. But he I think he was on sort of like ninety grand a week. Jesus. But with with really? he with like he had oh. huge add ons, like Champions okay. League qualification was like three million pounds or something like that. Oh,
0: right. it's so it's a, like Performance related bonuses. Yeah, he
3: had a lot of performance related bonuses. So I'm sure he wants that Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Signing on fee, eight million. <laughs>
1: That's not real money. Um, <laughs> Bournemouth and Scotland winger Ryan Fraser said he's flattered to be linked with a move to Arsenal.
3: I mean, right. if you play for Bournemouth and you're being linked with Arsenal, you should be flattered. Yeah. Well, wait, I was
4: going to say, is the gossip that he's flattered or the gossip that he's linked?
1: This is from Sky Sports. The gossip is that he's It seems to be the, the link, gossip is that he's flattered. <laughs> Thanks for telling us that, Sky Sports. Uh, QPR have. Sky, made- was
3: that Sky Sources? Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: Oh, Tim Sherwood's back in football. He's a new QBR. Oh god. Oh, he's the number one choice to replace uh, Steve McLaren. Wow, from Steve McLaren to Tim Sherwood.
2: Yeah.
1: Wow. Do we want to see Tim back in the back in the no. seat? Not really.
0: No. <laughs> no. What well, after you did it Swindon a couple of years ago? No thanks. <laughs> Jesse, no. must have
1: had a a candle for Tim Sherwood, Spurs well Legend.
4: It's listen. I'm normally I'm expecting you to say like Sam Allardyce is coming back. Alan Pardew's coming back. That's Anybody that's that.
2: That.
3: The, the next one is Sam Allardyce's favourite to become Middlesbrough manager. Don't think he's not coming back. <laughs>
2: You're
1: You're not than, right, you can't. better than the top four. With conventional methods.
3: Um, <laughs> I, 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 a, a guy at work as a Spurs fan, and he told me that um, until recently, and, and now after that... their run of poor form, it might be the same. That um, Tim Sherwood has like the highest win percentage of any Premier League manager of any Spurs manager in the Premier League.
0: Like well, Tim Sherwood was the one who said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said it in his style. He's interview. also responsible for yeah. Harry
3: Kane, Dele Alli, um <laughs> players that were nothing to do with him. And the new
4: stadium.
1: Yeah.
3: That's yeah, all, all, all Tim's idea. He built that with his bare hands, don't you know? <laughs>
1: uh, PSG wanted to match 350 grand a week wage demands of David De Gea to sign him in the summer.
3: I mean, that's great and all, but he's not out of contract, so no,
0: they could be willing to sell. beat them. <laughs> yeah, They have to wait a year.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: Just pop over to Madrid. Courtois will be available pretty soon. That
3: is
5: odd. Yeah. The, the, the honest thing about that is him going to Madrid, being there five minutes, and then going to the press to lecture Gareth Bale about how to be a, a proper <laughs> Madridista... Uh, you know a few months after he won the champions league final with an overhead kick <laughs>
3: <laughs> he also it has hasn't a, um,
5: really worked for him and so, now you've got novice back in goal so
3: so Courtois also has like a um they have like a almost like a hollywood star sort of thing outside the the wonder metro yes, they do, yeah. um for any player had appearances for atletico and um He's obviously one of them, but when mm. they had the Madrid derby the other week, he got trashed. <laughs> now <and he got laughs> broken.
0: Yeah, there's some Marks and Spencers empty box, boxes there as well.
3: So he's becoming less and less popular with both parts of Madrid, yeah. Um,
0: yeah.
3: and which is a little bit sad because of the reasons why he wanted to go back to Madrid. They were he did want to go there for his, for personal reasons and for his daughter, I believe, who mm. lives in Spain. Um, and this does go back to my point before that people seem to forget that... Sometimes forget that footballers are essentially just people as well. Never no, they not, Adam.
0: Shush. <laughs> they're robots. Well,
3: yeah. I don't think you think that Messi and Pablo Hernandez are gods. But they are just people.
1: One of those things, yes. Um, some United stories now. Said to spend a lot of money, apparently. £100 million deal for Jaden Sancho?
0: No.
3: I think they'll try.
1: No. Yeah, I think they will try, but yeah... Dortmund could ask for a double that. Sure. I
3: don't. I don't think Spurs. I don't think Dortmund will be adverse to selling either. I just think they'll just go for. They'll try and find the next cab off the rank.
0: Yeah. Oh, I will say if a crazy bid does come in, probably two hundred million plus, they might think about it.
3: Nah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, come on.
0: <laughs> or one or one. Ah, uh,
3: Liverpool just good. Oh, cater. I <laughs> um. I mean, let's let's be realistic that. There are only so many players who've gone for uh, over £100 million. Yeah. And while he, um, Jordan, uh, Jaden Sancho is a very, very promising player, he is not one of the elite players in the in world football right now. Oh, and right. that is the kind of money that goes for £200 million. I don't mm-hmm. think that £100 million is a, a crazily off valuation. I don't think that we're looking at... Double, doubling that for example
0: by the way Salah was offside for their goal
3: okay. <laughs> like well. uh,
1: Man yeah. United also want to sign West Ham's midfielder Declan Rice uh, Chelsea winger Callum Hudson Odoi and Crystal Palace fullback back Aaron Wan bissaka a lot of and they should splashed by Man United this summer, apparently. Yeah.
3: And they should want to sign Declan Rice because um, West Ham were absolutely woeful when I went to go see when I saw them play last weekend. But Declan Rice was the one spot of quality in their team that couldn't trap a ball or pass a ball. <laughs> he he is he is a he is a step above anything West Ham have at the moment. Wow. So I would not be surprised if he was if he showed himself to be the quality of a play, of someone who could. Um, could play at that level. I think the best thing that can happen for England is that um, Man City tried to sign him and Pep Guardiola turned him into the next Fernandinho. Yeah. With, with my England title. The best thing that could happen to England is a vote, you guys. But <laughs> correct. Um, that's the United so Kingdom, sorry. Jesse. Yeah, you'll, find that, you'll find that the rest of them are very much <laughs> against English football. <laughs> no matter how bad they are at it. Um,
4: I think Juan basaka is... Is great and
0: yeah, um, getting that.
4: better, but I don't know where he'd fit
3: Isn't, in... isn't right back? Isn't but isn't Delot currently spend, show, showing himself like to be
0: quite good game. for them? Yeah, Ashley Young played at right back on Tuesday night, and he got himself sent off. And also, Antonio Valencia is out of contract. Diego mm-hmm. Delot. Yeah, but De Lott, but De Lott, De Lott, I think
3: Delot is showing himself as as being quite promising. No, he's getting more and more chances under under Solskjaer, and he's. He seems to be showing himself to be at, at the the level of a sort of young, impressive, uh, a young player who can play at Manchester United potentially. Um, if you bring in Wan Bissaka, who what you can only play so many right backs.
5: <laughs> <laughs> That's One, two. I think. One. <laughs> well,
3: <laughs> Guardiola could probably play at least three, three.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that headline was. Uh... Headed with the uh, social wants to buy more British players. Don't say British when Declan Rice involved. He's English. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, um, but that obviously that obviously makes sense from a squad building perspective for any top six team in England. Yeah. That's why the elite English players command so much money.
1: Mm. Well, for you, Adam uh, Everton striker Richarlison could be set for a move to neighbours Liverpool.
3: Well that's not gonna happen.
1: <laughs> that's being reported by ESPN. Excellent. <laughs> uh will Just... do the contenders to sign Man United and Ivory Coast centre back Eric Bailly for thirty five.
3: I million. think I think Man United will bite their hand off. Yeah,
0: they'll million. take any bids. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs> What's that? A two thousand and six Fiat Punto will yeah. take it.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, Newcastle manager Rafa Benitez has enlisted an agency to help him find a job in the French top flights, according to L'Equipe. worrying for Newcastle fans Cause do, you need an, thinks... do you need an
3: agency to do that?
1: Oh, no, I mean you've got a pretty good track record, Rafa. But you,
3: you, you just you just look at your trophy cabinet and you look at the league table and you decide who might be quite good, and <laughs> you then you work out who's not got a manager at the moment
1: <laughs> and apply for that job. Yeah. Yeah, Dave's under the impression that Rafa is going to stay now because the talk of him leaving has gone quiet.
5: Maybe too quiet. Yeah, I mean, that's probably I because... Hate, I hate pop- when people say that. i am just done it. <laughs> it's,
3: probably, it's probably because Dave has believed the same bullshit about a sale and bought, a, bought himself a new season ticket. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like our, it's like with Arsenal fans used to season ticket renewals are open. Oh, we've currently got £200 million in the bank. <laughs> Look at all these players we might not sign.
5: You're you're forgetting, Ross. Another reason why R- Rafa would be a good a good hire for some other club. You know, he's been buying players with his own money, so he can bring them. Oh
0: yes, yeah. <laughs> the Richard Key story. He's absolutely yeah. loaded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it brings his own wealth with him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a, a manager who's
3: independently wealthy
1: <laughs> he doesn't need a war chest; he's got his own. His
5: own players. Yeah, <laughs> he's at home.
1: Um, we should probably have a quick look towards this weekend's football. Is it FA Cup? semi-final it weekend is. Yes. it is yeah. wow who's playing in that then boys tell me that because I've got no idea what? I
3: don't know which, which which day round they are but it's Man City versus Brighton, Brighton and, and Watford is Watford versus Wolves ok I'm going to admit I nearly forgot about Brighton <laughs> 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 it was touch and go for a second
1: <laughs> uh, so we're all assuming Man City make the final what about the uh, the other game who's going to get through there Unless anyone does think Brighton are going to upset Man City. See,
3: this is a difficult one because Watford are neither in the top six, nor are they in the bottom ten. So what Wolves are (laughs) going to do against them? Yeah. Yeah. How do Wolves judge them? Um, uh, Wolves are quite... uh, Sorry, Watford are quietly going about their business and doing very well Hmm. while getting absolutely no respect from me for being any good. (laughs) whereas Wolves have a lot of splashy results and get get that respect so my sort of novice very poor interpretation of that is like, Wolves will be much better but I know nothing
1: <laughs> <laughs> Man City Wolves then? Is that what we're saying? Jessie would you
0: yeah, think? Yeah let's
4: go I'm the worst at predictions <laughs> but I always predict Man City's going to win There you go can't
3: I yeah, I, I mean, you won't you won't go broke betting on Man City to win every week. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, there are a few Premier League games: Bournemouth take on Burnley. Um, they're not very interesting games to be honest. Huddersfield play Leicester. Oi! Newcastle Effort play Arsenal. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's a Sunday. Sorry, yeah, Saturday's not fantastic. The
0: Saturday games are uh, slim pickings at best. Can they
1: all be last on match of the day?
3: <laughs>
1: Can that possibly happen? <laughs> <laughs> just show them all at the same time. Wait,
3: you reckon yeah. they do that? That um, that like time freak thing that they normally say for the last, last end of the
0: season, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> they're like, screens. All these
3: games are so bad. We're going to show them all at the same time and just get it over with."
1: Yeah, nothing's happening in any of them.
3: The same sort of split screen we've got going on now. So, like four different games. <laughs> just here you go. Yeah. We're, we're done in fifteen minutes.
1: Yeah, I mean that, that's fine. Match of day is not going to be uh, riveting viewing. I don't think on. Saturday night in uh, the Championship. Leeds take on Birmingham. Norwich take on QPR. And Sheffield United play Preston. Top three. So how
3: come on, Ross. How? how are we, yeah. Like, how's your nerves? To, to, to borrow from a podcast that we both listen to, where's what's your P scale?
1: Ten. It's been ten since <laughs> ten. Uh, January. Yeah. <laughs> You've
3: been at ten for a while. To be fair, you're right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've never been uh-huh. as emotionally invested in football as I have. Well, probably about fifteen years ago when we were quite good. It's been a long time since I've cared of what happens in football games.
3: Does, does anyone here not want Leeds to go up by any chance?
1: Scott, I uh, Tom and Greg, most probably.
0: on this pod.
3: I know, I know that the idiots be idiots, but I'm talking about very specifically. <laughs> <laughs> everyone wants to see Leeds back in the Premier League. Honestly, Ross, Everton could finish... What what position doesn't get relegated? Seventeenth. If we finish seventeenth and Leeds got promoted, I would be happy.
1: It's a good game, isn't it? Leeds being back. But
3: yeah, it's better for the Leeds 20. are a team that should be in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, and uh,
5: particularly now with Bielsa, people are curious and want to see more of him and see how he'll do against you know the top six clubs and all that. So yeah, I, I mean, there's... I
3: don't want to hear James tell me about his hundred twenty euros, <laughs> yeah. but but I do want Leeds to get promoted.
0: Yeah. Bielsa versus Guardiola could be interesting potentially next season.
3: Yeah, and uh, Poch as well. Well, um, Bielsa against anyone, like... Against Warlock. Like, like, the, oh, yeah. the guys at going to be gone, <laughs> not, <you're forgetting> this. <laughs> in, your, in our dream scenario, Warlock is no more.
1: Oh, yeah, please. <coughs> uh, so we've got a three-foot team uh, for the for running, which is nice. Uh, Kimaru's back from knee injury and uh, Kiko Garcia returns after his... Uh, Calamitous red card against Sheffield United. So.
3: Well, at, at the moment, players aren't, from what I've seen of Wolves, uh, least, sorry, which is very little, as you can understand.
1: Well, tell more, more, nor- <laughs> more than normal, but more than
3: more normal, but very little. Um, they're not tiring, as yeah. touch words, as sort of people talk about a Bielsa team doing that. No, and Sheffield United are bottling it.
1: Yeah, hopefully they continue to bottle it and we can kind of stroll into the, the end of the season because our panorama game on, is on now on TV and it's against Villa. If we lose that, we we'll fall out of the top two.
0: Oh, God, yeah. My, but my
3: dream is you win that game and that's what gets you promoted. Yeah, we've got it for all final
1: like... day. That could be, that <laughs> be beautiful. They're yeah. already relegated. They're down. If, if we have a chance to win the league, they just need to step aside and let us bat them because they've got Norwich. They don't want Norwich to win the league, surely.
3: No, that would be one of those situations, like a little bit like I imagine the Manchester Derby might be like, where would Man United fans rather finish in the top four and have Liverpool win the league, (laughs) or finish fifth and have Man City win the league? It's a tough one. It's a tough one because it's Man City. So if that had been like, say, Tottenham or Arsenal, maybe they might it might be a little bit more clear cut. But what? Sorry, Justin, you're going to say something.
5: I took the temperature of a couple of Man United fans that I work with, a couple of the, co- the coaches I work with. One's Irish, and he said, "Nah, we're not going to win the Champions League anyway. Give us, give me fifth. I don't want Liverpool winning the league." <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
3: And, and like I said, as a fact, I would take seventeenth.
5: Liverpool
1: finished second on goal difference.
5: goal difference. People will say, people will say, "Oh, that's small time. You should always back your own team to win and all that." But like. This is why you're a fan that there's there's very complicated emotions that that would you ever want your team to lose in this I, one I, case I, if I, you I, hate your rival more than you care about qualification for the Champions League which again I think quite rightly he says we're not going to win it anyway there does, there is revenue that comes with it but United don't need revenue um, and I, nobody wants a summer. I, we're already even if Liverpool finish <laughs> second, we're going to get Liverpool's, at least six yeah. or seven books. From, I, from. I agree with you,
3: and but at the same time, I'm willing to admit that that's a quite an ugly emotion in myself.
5: It, and, it is, it's,
3: it's... and I do think that it's part of the problem of the tribalism of football. And I know that it was one of the things that was very much sort of brought to the fore during the sort of the um, Copa Libertadores Superclassicos that in. In that situation, and I think it's becoming more and more popular, it is not enough for you to win. You have to—it is that you have to sort of apply humiliation to your rivals. Mm. And I think in any situation when winning doesn't feel as good as your rivals losing, you've yeah. the game is sort mm. of gone at that point.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah.
5: the stakes now—you didn't used to have to interact. With opposition supporters, unless you know, obviously if you live yes in Manchester then city, and you know, I mean, you didn't have to inter- now we you have to interact with them or you have to see their memes, you have to deal with their shit, <laughs> and so people are so eager to not have to do that. Yeah, which is, why,
3: right which is why, which is why I don't I don't want Liverpool to just not win the league. I want them, as Ross said, to not win it on goal difference <laughs> or. At least enough that those 11 millimeters that Manet's ball did not cross the line would make the difference between them winning the title or <laughs> not. Because I really want 11 millimeters
5: to be it. That That's needs to be the smaller gap, isn't it? Why exactly. goal? What goal are you speaking of, Adam? I don't remember. <laughs> it didn't go in, did it? So... Which one, though? No. Which game? <laughs> I don't remember.
1: Anyway. Maybe they can use it off uh, fair play points.
3: And as an Everton fan, it becomes better than that because we could even say, we even threw the ball in the net for
2: you and oh, you still crazy. couldn't win yeah, the yeah, league. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
5: yeah, I mean, I think I think that it's, it's funny because I've I've grown out of a lot of my... Well, first of all, I'm a, I'm a River fan who lives in Raleigh, North Carolina, so but Boca fans are everywhere and mostly they're bandwagons, bandwagon fans who believe the working people's club bullshit and all that, but... Um, or they think Mar- they think Maradona played there more than nine months. <laughs> but, uh, so so
3: I, I would say hi. I'm over here. I, I would never claim myself to be a Boca fan, but I, one of my bucket list of things to do is to go to a Super Classico. and I yeah. definitely don't. I definitely want to go to a Boca home game, not a River home game. So no, you you have
5: you definitely you you want to go. You want the unique experience of seeing a stadium where one entire side is a block of flats. You haven't had that anywhere else. <laughs> doesn't exist anywhere else. So why not? You've got to have that. The closest
3: so thing I've
5: got to this. that is sort of maybe going to Oxford United. Okay. When <laughs> three, when, three, the when, when, when River booked their place in the final and then Boca did shortly after, uh, it was just a terrible feeling of dread. Yeah. Even though part of me knew we're the better side, we've got the better manager, we've got the better players, we'll probably win it. And that puts every argument to bed forever. There's not but a Boca fan can say anymore. But did, it was did, still dread. Just a feeling of dread when the the tie was confirmed.
3: Did you watch the um? Oh, have you seen the the um, Copper ninety um Derby's special so they did for, for it on um, on YouTube?
5: Yeah, we, 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 which was built up right up to the fact that then the the second leg didn't get played. Well, you, was...
3: but you see the fact on that, but you can see from all these people who are locals who are who live and breathe their club yeah. that. With all of them, they were more scared of losing than they were yes, of winning
5: that game. absolutely. Again, when the draw, when it happened, my first thought was at utter dread, even though a part of my brain was saying, we'll probably win it. We're better. <laughs> Just gone to, to, to La Bombonera and beat them 2-0 in the league a couple of weeks before, Gallardo has, you know, the the... He owns Bucca, and yet I still... It was just an awful feeling. Just awful. I thought, oh, this could just be the worst thing ever. And the two legs were misery to watch. <laughs> <laughs> misery. Well, it, didn't
3: ha- it didn't happen, though. They happened over four days.
5: It, 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 it yeah. took a month. So yeah. if, if, you, if you actually look forward to the biggest derby against your biggest rival, you are psychotic. Like, you...
3: Yeah. <laughs> the the yeah. look on Jesse's face, then, was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like... <laughs> no, I mean, I, and, I mean, and, love and my Adam's, team, and I hate watching them play. It's like angst. The, thing you know that, the, funny thing, too? the the benefit I have as an Everton fan is that's just Liverpool. If you're yeah. a Tottenham fan, if you're a Tottenham fan, especially but that is more. West Ham, that is Chelsea, that is Arsenal.
0: Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: yeah. Harlet, I, Harlet, Harlet. I, can't
3: think, I can't think of a mm. club that has more painful local
5: derbies. And do you Tottenham. know what's funny too about it, Adam? Is, is as obviously the Merseyside derby has gone Liverpool's way the last decade or or, or whatever, but they're still in misery no matter what Decades. they say. <laughs> the, yeah, no, no matter what they say before the before the, the, the match, when the day comes, they are dreading it. They are, sure yeah. they are breaking it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter how good the results have been. For them. It doesn't matter how sure they are that they're going to win. If they haven't got it wrapped up by the 30th minute, which in fairness they often do, <laughs>
3: <laughs> Even if they do, you see... Unless, uh, unless Phil like, Jagielka hits an absolute thunderbolt for <laughs> 25 yards yes, in, totally. in the 90-plus bit. Yeah, those <laughs> things happen.
5: So yeah. you, live on these, you live on these results. <laughs>
3: yeah. It's one of those situations where it's almost better to be the underdog. Yes.
5: It's much better, I think.
3: Mm. Always. So, Ross, how does this situation play out as a Leeds fan? Because you don't have... this Because Leeds is obviously a one-club city... Mm. But you obviously have the whole of Yorkshire, which must dilute the derby, the rivalries to a fact because there's so many of them. But you, then you also have Manchester United, but you haven't played them in so long.
1: Yeah, Man so, United's our rival. Like,
3: Is that the biggest one for you? Yeah. That you would, If you were to be nervous before a game, the biggest one would be if you were playing Man United.
1: Yeah, I mean, the last time we played them, we were in League One. They were the champions of England and we beat them. Which more.
3: is why at the moment it, that it's a blessing for you because you can't lose. When you're the League One club, even if they're your rivals, Yeah, They'll never be able to get
1: that back over us. That's never... Oh, those situations just, are never going to be reversed.
3: I've just seen that the, the, um, the Naby Keita goal is a massive deflection off the back of some defender as well. It is so <laughs> fluky. Well, Ross,
5: how do you feel like when, when this match does happen again, there's going to be an entire generation of United, Leeds United and Manchester United fans who don't know Right, right. But, yeah, I like, I like
3: fake, it. I like it. You called Once it United. That, then right. had to make a change.
5: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the two United, United.
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's, well, it's sad. There's Leeds fans that kind of I, I interact with on social media that have never seen Leeds be good. Like we've, we've been in the Football yeah. league for 16 years at this point. It's a long, long time.
2: And this wave is wave why I want you to get promoted. That's
3: one of the reasons. When Greg starts pissing about saying that Portsmouth have earned this. <laughs> No okay. one has earned it more than Leeds fans and I don't believe that <laughs> as a football club you can claim yourself that you've earned something. It can be given, that accolade can be given to you by other fans. Mm. You shouldn't be bestowing that upon yourself. I've
1: been to Wembley and the Cardiff International Stadium whatever it's called and lost, seen, seen us lose two player finals. There's no, like, That's I've, the worst I've, feeling. I, Yeah, I've not cried at relegation but I've been close to tears and seeing that. Especially the yeah. Premier League one because we lost, we are on the verge of going bust and if we would have gone back up it would have saved us and, the next ten years wouldn't have happened as they did, yep. but yeah, it's. I'm incredibly nervous for every game. Like we're better than Birmingham, but I'm shitting myself that we're going to lose to Birmingham City this weekend. Who uh, do you think?
0: Not good.
3: <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest.
1: Not good. they managed by Gary Monk, our former manager yeah. as well, which makes it even worse. And have this season.
0: Do you think because it's at this time in the season where everything is on the line?
3: Yeah. How many games? How many games are left now
0: in the championship, Ross?
1: Seven, six, seven Yeah, I, I've never got to April as a Leeds fan in the championship and had anything to care about. But Cause, maybe i really Because
3: twelfth, <laughs> no, but not really. Because twelfth place is normally sewn up, right? Fifteenth, yeah, yeah,
1: giving us slightly <laughs> more <laughs> credit than we deserve. Fifteenth is our natural place. But yeah, it's it's been it's been a magical season. Whatever happens, and. Even if Bielsa leaves, then he's, I think, put a plan in place for whoever takes over, and hopefully it doesn't get pissed off the wall. But
3: do you th- do you think that there's a bit of a um, Benitez effect here, where if he doesn't leave, if he, if, sorry, if he doesn't achieve promotion, hmm. that that maybe there is enough for want of a better word, sort of magic from the club. Yeah. That he will be persuaded and and still today because I imagine that feeling for your ego must be bloody good.
1: Yeah, he's absolutely adored by every every single Leeds fan. It's I've never seen the likes of it. It's, it's,
3: it's and it's like a again to, to to sort of to, to go back to Jonathan Wilson talking about things when he talked about going to see Yorkshire played Scarborough at the um, end of the Championship season last last year. And there were sort of 70-year-old men in flat caps talking about this Bielsa. <laughs> like, He's and not going to get there anywhere else, is it? And this
0: isn't counter no. cricket. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's not getting that anywhere else. And yeah. if you look at... Benitez is a manager who was way above a season in the Championship. And he he took that on the chin because of the strength of feeling that... and the, Well, I suppose the potential for that club had. And Leeds has... A similar, if not greater, potential than Newcastle.
1: Yeah, I've still, I've got seven more heart attacks to get through this season, <laughs> basically.
3: Well, maybe a, seven is. It could be less than seven. Hopefully,
1: yeah. Maybe hopefully four, five. five. Yeah, I just need to bottle it a few more times, and I'll be fine. What
3: is what is the running like? Have you, you must have looked into it.
1: Oh yeah, I'm all over this. We've got Birmingham this weekend. Uh, then we've got Preston away. Two away games in a row. Two, I'm mean, impressed in, in around the playoff places. It's going to be tricky. Uh, we've got a Yorkshire Derby in Sheffield Wednesday. Um, famously, they always beat us. I mean. Hope,
3: hopefully, there'll be an aspect of Sheffield Wednesday not wanting Sheffield United to go yep. up. Like. Exactly. Yeah, all these yep.
1: things can fall in our favour. We've got Wigan after that at Adam Road, which should be comfortable. They should be down by then. Brentford away on a, Saturday, on a Monday evening. I'm assuming that's a bank holiday. 22nd. Yeah, evening? probably. Yeah. 22nd. There's, a, there's 22nd.
3: a lot of. Oh, in April. Yeah, there's no bank holidays in April oh Easter. Easter Easter weekend on
1: Monday. yeah and then yeah we finish with uh, um, Villa at Ellum Road and then Ipswich on the final day <sighs> it needs to be wrapped up by Easter
3: yeah a good one for you to start doing no, yeah. no I, I'm sorry Ross I know that you want it wrapped up by Easter but I want you to I okay, want I you Villa. to secure promotion against Villa <laughs>
1: that would be so sweet yeah
3: that would be my dream for you, not especially, for Leeds, for you.
1: Especially because after we beat them just before Christmas with that last-minute winner, um, their manager said that we celebrated like we won the league. That would be pretty sweet to, to do that and actually, <laughs> actually not win the league. go up. If, if you could right beat them it.
2: and
3: actually win the league, that would be the, <laughs> the dream. By yeah. the way,
5: is, isn't that the most bitter thing that the <laughs> oh, losing side can do yes. and say, is, is complain about the celebrations of the others? Yeah. not, uh, 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 But do it sarcastically, oh, they acted like we just won the league. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, I was that a game? Gotta stop
5: them celebrating by by <laughs> not. <It was laughs>
0: yeah.
3: No, uh, I don't. I don't want to get like two punchy the fans. Of course I do. But <laughs> if you're going to get sort of snarky about another team when you're talking about a position you're in in a game that you really should be boycotting,
0: because yeah. fans
3: have been doing it all, all season, season long
0: and the previous season, yeah.
3: Like, do you hold the moral high ground at that point? i don't think
0: you do on um on justin's point um as i'm a swindon fan our local rivals of bristol city who are in the championship a couple of years ago we were playing in league one we beat them 1-0 and uh most of their fans and a few of their players tweeted out oh swindon celebrated like they won the league (laughs) and this was in november and the Um... world cup
4: (laughs) i so, am be happy if you win, That's yeah,
0: it's, you a win. Lo- yeah. it's your local rivals If you beat your local rivals you're going to celebrate
3: Right Out of interest um, Scott why is it Bristol City And not Bristol Rovers
0: oh, I think it's just the history That they have with
3: Is it just with, that you've been in the same often? Yeah, yeah. Our,
0: our natural rivals are Oxford United it's, it's I A420, know that because my, yeah. One of my
3: very good friends yeah. is an Oxford United fan Yeah
0: it's the A420 derby And <laughs> <laughs> only, in, yeah. only in the UK <laughs> Only in the UK After a road Do or, you
4: roll cheese Down a hill After that one Or is that the one Where you eat pancakes
0: Neither Both. <laughs> No. No um, It's it's always been Oxford it, With Bristol City It's just been In the league That we've played in And with Bristol Rovers, it's, it's the same thing uh, Against Oxford We haven't beaten them Since 2001 And it's a horrible record
3: Cause, They were in non-football oh, For oh. a long period
0: like. Yeah they were Yeah. <laughs>
3: well I uh, I went to. I actually went to the the game when they won the conference playoff final. Yeah. Oh When they beat York United. When they beat York, York City. City because
0: York City, yeah.
3: Because, like I said, my friend from university is a very big U- Oxford United fan.
1: Yeah. Right. That's as, as much Championship has ever been covered on the.
3: Really. <laughs> <laughs> on the plus side, we we pushed the we couldn't have pushed the A League any further
2: away. <laughs> it's yeah. We of can. To do it. Are you ready? Go
4: <laughs> As a like lifelong Knicks fan, I don't know this question. Do the Knicks have a have a rival?
5: They, they well, it was the Pistons in the nineties, right? right? And and
4: no, it was the, the Pacers. And I feel like that was because of Reggie Miller.
5: That was the, the Pacers later. So the I guess the 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 Pistons earlier during the Lambier um, era era there in Detroit. I, in, in the U.S., it's it's more often it's not about. Uh, yeah, it's, it's... Is it less who, less geography? Who are you competing with for the title, for trophies and all that? And that's that's the <laughs> rivals Kind of get born that way, it seems like. But
3: my guess would have been the Celtics. But that would have been a pure guess. A thing, but not a that, that was
5: the Lakers. The Lakers yeah. Celtics. They were, they were... Yeah, yeah. So if if yeah. it's based on who you're competing with, Jesse, then I would say the Knicks rivals now. There's a, that high school in Stuyvesant Town. <laughs> that team... <laughs> wherever that is
1: yeah the Knicks would lose good. the Duke currently wouldn't they good
4: job
1: yes <laughs> so there we go we finished this podcast with some NBA chat Chris is going to be disgusted, He's going to be disgusted. <laughs> no idea what's going on <laughs> I'm coming back to do more of these we get NBA talk Um <laughs> Jesse, there was an unusual efforts podcast coming out this week episode number 10 was
2: it, it yeah was. thank you for- yeah.
3: 10 come on you go after that game <laughs>
1: You guys talked about um, the the, the previous, what, uh, three years of the Unusual Efforts um, Empire?
4: Yeah, it was um, Unusual Efforts' anniversary, so Kirsten and Sonia sort of took us through a a history.
3: I mean, the amount of jokes I wanted to make about the Unusual Efforts' birthday being on April Fool's Day. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't. But they were there. We
4: thank you for your restraint, Adam. Noted and appreciated.
1: <coughs> uh, there was also a uh, European roundup this week, Scott, for you and James.
0: Yep, yeah, we did the racism that hit in Serie A and we previewed and predicted the Champions League and Europa League games.
1: If anyone hasn't listened to them but wants a quick recap, who's going to win both of the Champions League and the Europa League?
0: I said the Europa League could be Eintracht Frankfurt, Chelsea. You're a hipster. Hipster <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm
3: definitely. I'm going with Chelsea.
0: That's not a bad shout, and I'd probably say Barcelona for Champions League.
1: Yeah. So we just say not Arsenal for Europa League?
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> I said do, but do we, die, um, do,
3: sorry, do we think that that and considering who their manager is, that an Arsenal Chelsea final is not
0: It's not off not, it, not it's not impossible. Off. No. Uh, God no. That'd be good. Yeah. That would be good. All, all the way in Baku
3: nice <laughs> it's almost like these things don't need to be predetermined <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um, so yeah those people come out this week uh, Chris and Dave will be back at the weekend um, covering an exciting weekend of Premier League action I don't know what they're going to do for an hour I'm sure they'll find a way <laughs> to fill it <laughs> and uh, I'm assuming Chris will be back next Thursday with the rest of the Extra Time team uh, until then Friday he's this- busy Friday he's always Friday. busy Thursday hey eh? Uh, apparently, yeah, and what he's doing. Um, you can find us all on Twitter at the collective handle of man on the post. You can find Jesse on Twitter at uh,
4: at Jesse Loche.
1: and Justin is at uh,
5: Keepers Union
1: underscore Union <laughs> underscore. <yes. laughs> um Scott with the underscore as well.
0: Yeah, Scott underscore Monroe
1: and Adam. Adam, I say
3: one hundred one.
1: No um, underscore. No underscore anywhere in there. I'm at Rossbell nineteen ninety four. Um, if you get us from iTunes, leave us a five-star rating review. If you get us from Spotify, just hit us with a follow, Acast with a subscribe, all the other places we are. Just like us, follow us, subscribe to us, all of it. There's a, there's a Facebook page and there is also a Instagram account which Chris uses um, <laughs> almost solely. A lot.
2: Basically. A lot.
3: <laughs> basically, our social media is also Chris. So if you want to Chris. follow, you can either follow Chris Axenom <laughs> or you can just follow man on the post. they the same.
1: What is he See Etchingham Yeah, seven. Seven, seven, seven.
3: or Man on the Post. One of them has like strong Lee followings, one of them is politically neutral. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, so there we go. We shall be back uh, next time. So that's <laughs> goodbye from me, that's goodbye from Adam. Goodbye. Goodbye from Scott. Goodbye. Goodbye from Justin. <laughs> goodbye. And a goodbye from Jesse.
2: Bye.
1: And until next time, always remember to be on Man on the Post.